It's a terrible football show. All right. I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. You. Oh, oh, baby. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. Welcome to a terrible football show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. <laughs> Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex. What up? You can thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Let a terrible football Decide the top four. Show. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> Roll Todd. Have a good one, guys. Oh, Have a good fuck one. Oh, yeah, he's got to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, I like that Baker Mayfield to myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. (laughs) Get that right. I will fly you out and take you to a game in Dallas of your fucking choice. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions, so why can't I? It's a terrible football show, after all. Special shout out to Jacksonville Jaguars legend Alan Hearns from the University of Miami, one of my favorite players to dome number 88 out there. Uh, joining with me as always, I got my guy Ricky here in studio. Ricky, how you doing? I'm on vacation. Woo! Yes, I'm rubbing it in everyone's face that's not on vacation this week, but hey, you know, I think you're on vacation next week, so you can rub it in my face next week. <laughs> Close of business Friday, baby, off for 12 days. Let's go, dude. I'm pumped. Uh, shout out to everyone else that's going to be on vacation out there. Uh, shout out to the fact that we were on a break last week, back again. Uh, we'll probably be live next week. We'll, we'll, I will figure it out. <laughs> Just go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and state it now. We might take a break next week for Christmas. We'll see. I don't know yet. Haven't decided. Might be a thing. But you know what else is a thing? The fact that we're with Rogue and you should use the referral link down below and pick up some Rogue with promo code Spark Theory. Off and go over to Agents. But uh, no, today's gonna be a very fun episode. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, Brandon Staley finally got fired. Uh, about damn time. Took too damn long. I think the GM got fired as well. He did. With that, that kind of shocked some people. But at the same time, he's hired three head coaches. You know what I mean? Right. Three three different head coaches. So we're gonna be chatting about that firing and the potential new head coach already being favored for it right now talk about that uh is there going to be concern in dallas we have a dallas cowboys fan here we'll touch on that in a bit uh concerns for the chicago bears organization we'll chat about that and how (laughs) the bears have completely failed justin fields uh plus a lot of other topics uh aaron Rodgers still being a freak of nature he makes no sense at all uh transfer portal stuff recruiting stuff oh my lord things are popping off there we're going to touch on that here in a bit we got some bowl games going on that's already happened uh one's taking place here tonight at the time of this episode marshall and utsa for the scooters coffee fiasco bowl with utsa with frank harris probably not playing due to injuries so utsa currently favored by quite a bit maybe you want to swing that marshall's way who knows i got a pretty damn good running back for the thunder and herd uh, we got a lot of their bowl games coming up over this upcoming weekend. A lot, of, a lot better games coming up. That's kind of the key thing there. Uh, so yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. It's gonna be a pretty good time. Uh, let me swap cams here. Boom, just like that. Now you can see Ricky on the screen too. 
Uh, wherever you're listening to this, make sure to follow the podcast, like it, do ever do all the things that normal content creators tell you to do to support the brand. Uh, hey, special shout out to Harding winning the national championship undefeated season and breaking an NCAA record, mm. not even division two record, but an NCAA record of most team rushing yards in a season. And they had 500 rushing yards against Colorado Ooh. school of the mines. And I, that's the thing that like, and then of course going into that game, like, you know, cause Colorado school of the mines, they've only played, I think maybe two or three close games all year. They, yeah. they've, they've been very fairly dominant, dominant most yep. of this, most of the year. Um, and, and, and this is a big deal. This is the first time since 1970 that an Arkansas team in state has won an NCAA championship 1970 when Arkansas state did it. I believe they were still in, I believe they were in division two back then when they did it. So this is a, this is a huge deal. Yeah. And that, you know, of course, and you know, we've seen great teams come out of that. We've seen great teams come out of the GAC over the years. We've seen many Henderson teams. We've seen many Washington uh, Baptist teams come out, but none of them could get the job done. Right. They got the job done. And so just shout out to Harding. What, a, what, a, what a year. And they could do it again. I know. They could do it again. They're yep. young. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, what a season for them, man. Um, and, you know, speaking of what a season for them, you know, what a season for the uh, Central Missouri Mules. You know, we already shout they them out. They lost by a point. They lost by a point to Harding. Just wanted to shout them out because uh, my girlfriend's little brother is officially committed to UCM, baby. Go Road Mules. <laughs> Go Mules, baby. You know, he's officially committed. So shout out to Nick. Uh, looking forward to seeing his future with the Mules. Yep. It's going to be very exciting there. Uh, shout out to their quarterback, Zach Labroski, I think his last name. I don't know. But he won the Harlan <laughs> Hill Trophy, which is the equivalent to the Heisman. Which Shout out to the Heisman. We got to touch on that. We were, I forgot we were on a break last week. Heisman winner came out. Jaden Daniels. We'll touch on that, too, here in a little bit once we get to some more college talk. But, yeah, big shout to Nick, man. Big shout to Nick. Yep. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, but let's let's get to the main topics I got here for the day. The title topics, the one that someone may click on this video or podcast for. Let's not dilly-dally. Let's jump into it. Uh, so Brandon Staley finally gets fired. We've been clamoring for it. I know Tyler, when he was still part of the brand and stuff, he's been clamoring for it since before the last season started. He had he had Brandon Staley on the hot seat. Um, man, it, it feels like it went on too long. Because, I mean, like, look, I think anyone with, a, with that follows the game of football at all, they can look at this Chargers roster and can all agree this roster is so damn talented. Yeah. You know what I mean? Top to bottom. I mean, you got a running back who wants to get out of town. That's unfortunate. But you still got a great running back. You got a franchise QB. You have, you know, overall great receivers. Keenan Allen, I wouldn't call a superstar anymore. But he's yeah, still, he's, he's, but he's still he, effective. He's still effective. Mike, I don't call him a superstar, even though he's got superstar money. But he's still a damn good receiver. Yeah. Quentin Johnson, I was calling for him a bust before the draft of that, but that's a different <laughs> opinion. You know, great offensive you line. Get, you think they get another wide out in the draft? I think it's quite possible, depending on where they fall, because I genuinely think Quentin Johnson's a bust. I mean, because it's like, you know, when you're looking at tape, man, it's like you see everyone's seeing all these drops in the pros for him, but it's just like, dude, it was in college too. You know, and he, like, right. and the defense is in the Big Twelve stuff. I think. I, mean, I think. Come on. And I think one of the. I think because he 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 came from TCU, correct? Yeah, he came from TCU. And I think I think that overshadowed a little bit. I think because it did, the fact of how, that TCU, how, how, great how magical TCU, of a season it was. Well, yeah, and if, if I'm, I, I have to go back and look at his stats when they when they beat Michigan, but I want to say he had a big game against Michigan last yeah. year too, and I think that really overshadowed right. exactly what he what he actually brings to the table. Yeah. And so the good news is he's still a rookie. Yeah, that, that's exactly. Good, There's that's plenty the of time. News. To There's improve. still plenty of t- exactly. Yeah. But if you go off what you said last year that he was going to be a bust, 
and what we've seen on the field this year, yeah, he's going to be a bust. Yeah, exactly. But then you go to the defensive side of the ball. You know, you have Khalil Mack, who's I think currently leading the NFL in sacks. Which shout out to him on I that. I think you're right. Uh, Joey Bosa, he's out, but you still have him on your damn roster. Uh, good linebacking core. You got Derwin James. You have uh, Sante Samuel Jr. I mean, good roster, man. It's like, and you're consistently underperforming like this. You put up like what three points or six points to beat a, one of the worst Patriots teams that we've ever seen. Uh, T.J. Like, Watt currently leads in sacks. Well, uh, Max probably top Max, five at Max, least. Max number three. There you go. There you go. Uh, Daniel Hunter in, out of Minnesota is number two. Shout out to that. But, I mean, you got such a damn good team, and you consistently underperformed. You know, you know, uh, whoever the GMs was, I forgot his name. You know, I I understand why he got fired because he's whiffed on three head coaches. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I but get this it. but this group right here though, because Justin Herbert's not been in the league very long, so that that was kind of my. Yeah, that, 2020, that, I think. Right, and so it's 2021, like... 2021, one of the two. Right, and it could have been. So that that's kind of where I'm like, well, I mean, I could kind of see where they're going, but at the yeah. same time, this was sort of like the rebuild coach. And But I, but I also get it, because, you know, the NFL's a business. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's a business. Right. You, you have to, you have, if, if you're not putting butts in seats, you're not winning games, m- people are going to get fired. It's just part of it. Yeah, it's part of the game, you know. You can you can argue it all day that he's built a great roster and stuff, but I think it's just one of those things that again, three strikes you're out. Yeah, you know that that's what it comes down to for the GM, uh, which that's totally fair. I mean, you can't you you haven't been able to you know hire a good head coach. You hired a head coach who literally told his team that all right, guys, we're out of it, season's done when they were not mathematically eliminated. That was Anthony Lynn. I mean, like, and then you have Brandon Staley who uses computer statistics to decide plays. You know, versus just like how things are actually looking on the field, right? Like, I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense that they both got fired. But now the real question is, do you buy into any of this stock that Bill Belichick is going to be the next Chargers if, head coach? If you know, I think we mentioned this months ago, and I think Bill Belichick was one of the first names I said that could possibly I think, I that think could possibly that could possibly do this. Um, if here's here's my only here's my only concern. Number one. Or actually, I've got a couple of concerns. Number one, Bill Belichick is getting old. Like he is, he yeah. is at the point he is he is getting old. So there's no telling. You're you're basically going to be renting him. Is what you're basically going to be doing. My other concern is he's not drafted well in New England. And I know I know a lot of that just has to do with the you know the financial situation that New England has. Right. But at the same time, it's like they've never really paid big you know big time players. I mean, even Tom Brady took a huge discount whenever he played for him. So you know you can you can eliminate all that. Um. So with with that being said. If you're bringing him on just a coach, like just a coach, no draft picking, no GMing, no man, no multi managing, then yes, I could see that as a possibility. But who else are they going to get? That that that's the big question right now. Is are, are you could promote within Kel, Kellen Moore as you could see? You know, Kellen Moore is over there now. Kellen Moore, I don't think he's ready because if he would have been ready, Jerry Jones would have kept him. Yeah. I also add this with him. Honest to God, I don't think he's ready as a whole because he turned down the interim head coaching job for them because he didn't want to ruin his chances to become a head coach. Right. and Which and that's I, a bad a, look on him, it in is. my opinion. It is. And he's a smart kid. You know, he's a smart young man. I mean, he's 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 one of these days, I think he could be an NFL head coach. Yeah. But, but my whole take is if Jerry got rid of you, you're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, that, that's what I say. But like I said, who else, who else can they get at this point? I, anybody that's a big time name. They're, they're really, who, who else? Dan Quinn. 
possibly Dan Quinn. That that would be a good hire. If he's willing to leave Dallas for real this time, I think I feel like probably the Chargers would be the one of the best spots to go to. But see, and if, but if he's if he's going to leave Dallas, he's got to do it now. He does because it, because here's the thing: Dallas's window of winning a championship is closing very very quickly during the Dak Prescott. Like it's it's closing quickly. Like I understand the defense is still very very young, but you're getting to a point where are you going? Are you willing to pay Dak Prescott beyond his contract, which I think ends in ne- after next season, season after something like that? So, sounds about right. And so it's like, are you willing to do that? And so Dan Quinn. So if Dan Quinn's going to leave. If it's not this year, it's next year. Like, like it's that close to closing in during this era. Yeah. Because they're going to have to be rebuilding basically all over again unless they decide to go with Cooper Rush. Yeah. I will say with the the Bill Belichick thing and the Chargers connection, like, honestly, if he's if he if if there is truth behind the Patriots, like you know, firing him and it be a mutual parting or whatever it's going to be, I honest to God think the Chargers could be the only destination because of how well they're already built. But with the whole GM thing. Man, I, I think he might just be too stuck in his ways to be willing to give up the role of GM. But if he's willing to give it up, here's the thing. It's going to be one of those cases similar to Vegas where the head coach gets hired first, then the GM. When you see those situations, the GM works yep. for the head coach because that's how it was with John Gruden and Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock was essentially working for John Gruden. It was not vice versa. You know, Depending on what position gets hired first will really dictate on who is – you know, uh, who is managing who. So, so if Bill Belichick gets to handpick his GM out of someone he knows and trusts or whatever, then yeah, maybe. I don't know who that would be. You know, I, I would the first guy that comes to mind for me, because he was a GM in the NFL, not an unbelievably successful one, but he was fine, uh, is Michael Lombardi. He's still very close to the Patriots organization. Yeah. He's still very close to Bill Belichick, and he was a GM for Cleveland. So, uh, so that could C- be a possibility. Even CBS agrees with us, by the way. They have they have Bill Belichick, the number one candidate, yeah. to ticket to go down there. Here's some other ones that are very – I find this so interesting, man. I find this so interesting because the simple fact is, as a lot of these guys are coaching at college currently. Matt Campbell, Iowa State. Mm. He was a hot commodity like a year or two ago, but I feel like that stock has it dropped a better. lot. It gets better. It gets better. Lincoln Riley, USC. No shot. Bro. I, that's just what I say. Yeah. Like, like the, no, no. He's overrated as shit, he man. He is. Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator. I could see that. I could see him being, you know, when it comes to coordinators, the two coordinators that come to mind to me that are hot commodities coming in this offseason can be Ben Johnson, OC for Detroit. And I uh, can't remember his name, but Lou something, uh, DC for Cincinnati. Uh, the, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know his name. Those two are going to be hot commodities. But I could see the Ravens, DC being a hot commodity too. Texas offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick. He's another one as well. Yeah, I, the thing that I think that hurts him is that I think he's only been a coordinator for like what a year, maybe two yeah. years at most. But hey, it's been impressive what they've done. OC for uh, the Lions, Ben Johnson, yep. Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, that one's still floating. I know. I mean, look, it's still, but okay, I, that's but, the thing though. I would look, know look. He he kind of proved himself a little bit this year, taking a very raw talent with Sam Howell. And now right. Sam Howell's been consistently leading the league in passing yards. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like he's helped his stock tremendously. <laughs> his sucks. Yeah, that's the issue. So, I, I I feel like he's setting himself up for an HC job. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is like, why has nobody picked him up yet? That's what I've wondered. Is it? I, honestly, I think it is because, because like, let's be real. 
you with how we saw the situation play out of him going to Washington and it going with the mindset with this huge, like amazing press conference form that you do not see out of coordinators. Let's be real. Well, where it's like, he's going to be the hundred percent play caller and shit like that. I think it really does add a lot of stock that he was not the hundred percent play caller in KC, right? That it was Andy and him. And I think I think teams the last few years, I think what screwed Eric over was Matt Nagy. Possibly. Matt Nagy Possibly. was the OC before he got the Chicago Bears job. Everyone has saw what he did as the Bears head coach and horrible offensive play calling. Yeah. And they probably didn't want, they were probably afraid to take another shot on an Andy Reid KCOC. Uh, possibly so. I mean, you, I mean, but think about it. Uh, Josh McDaniels. Oh, man. Very God. successful under Bill Belichick, but a terrible head coach. I mean, it's you the know, same thing with OCs and, and under Andy Reid, arguably. Except be. for this year. Matt Nagy's borderline ruining Patrick I, Mahomes. All they got to do is call up Nick Saban. Who has been your OC? Oh, you've got <laughs> Lane Kiffin. Let's bring Lane Kiffin back to LA. Yeah. Yeah. Bring him <laughs> back to the NFL. Let's do that. Uh, yes. Let's go, Lane Kiffin. Shout out to that. No, I mean, the head coaching position, like, when it comes to this offseason, man, assuming that uh, Fluce does get fired up in Chicago, I honestly believe. LA is number one and Chicago is number two is like the most desirable jobs. And I would mm-hmm. say that for Chicago just because historically, the, historically Chicago. Now historically, I just Chicago. say that because once again, we're into a great situation. You're going to have at least right. the first overall pick, maybe the fifth overall pick as well. A great defense, a lot of money then, to whoever, spend. Whoever, whoever gets that head coaching job is going to be able to not only just take the young talent that they have now, yeah, but he's going to be able to even get younger talent surrounding them. Yep. And, not only that, but historically, that's the thing with the Chicago Bears. It's it's not that they're not winning right now. It's the fact is is that historically, there's something great about the, the, the not only the city of Chicago yeah. but the Bears franchise in general. It's historically a great job. Now, can I just be honest? New England's head coaching search is going to suck. I'm going to tell you that. Dude, right now. that's going to suck if, if Bill Belichick Lo- leaves. Look, listen, listen. With Bill, Bill, with Bill Belichick potentially leaving New England, going to L.A., you know, L.A., whatever. Uh, whoever you are, you're set up for failure. You're yep. replacing yep. Bill Belichick yep. in New England with a with terrible, a sh- terrible uh, roster. The worst roster he's ever had in his yeah, era. It's, it's bad. Like, whoever gets that job is set up for failure. <laughs> like, up front. It doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> like, it, it really doesn't. Like, you're set Lovey up for Smith. straight. <laughs> you're don't, known do, for, don't do that You're to known him. for coming back and taking crappy rosters and winning with them. Come on back. <laughs> don't do that to Lovey, man. Let him go enjoy oh, his, his gray beard retirement. Yeah, so do you, do you st- but here's the thing, though. Like, as far as Chicago goes, do you, do you still think Harbaugh is the top candidate for them? I think it would be internally their top candidate, sure. Bring back Levy Smith to Chicago. Come on. Hey, I, at this hey, point, I welcome hey, it, baby. You know, I'm just saying, Bob Petrino's back in Arkansas. Okay? Yeah, anything can happen. <laughs> anything no, can happen. I, I think internally it would be. Um, you know, I've seen some takes from, like, Jordan Schultz from, from Schultz Report where he said that uh, he doesn't see that one happening because there's he's just... Get, he's getting old. And no, I, it's I, not that. It's more so he, what he linked it to is, like, there was there's too much friction between Kevin Warren yeah. and Jim Harbaugh, because Kevin was, you know, for you know, pro, you know, getting rid of the season in 2020 due to the COVID, right? And when he was the Big Ten commissioner, while Jim and other coaches were fighting for, they, they, there's too much, there's too much of, of fire there. Uh, where yeah. they, you know, could they come to terms? Maybe, you know, I was actually talking to a guy I know from one of my stores who's a diehard Bears fan, and you know, I re- this is how I related it. I was like, look, if Jim Harbaugh somehow comes to the Bears and gives us a few good winning seasons or whatever, right? 
he will probably leave after those few good winning seasons because this is exactly what it'd be like between Kevin and Jim. It'd be like Jimmy and Jerry 2.0. Yeah. Win, that, a, yeah. Win, a winning, successful program, but the two just can't mesh. Yep. That's exactly what I would see Kevin Warren and Jim Harbaugh being if right. it happened. Um, but, you know, I, I would like to think he's our, our top candidate internally. I mean, he's won literally everywhere he's been San Diego, Stanford, you know, San Francisco, Michigan. Like, he's won literally everywhere, so why not? Right. But, you know, the Chargers job is going to be a fascinating one to watch. If Bill Belichick gets it, that's going to shake the whole NFL up. I still think them not extending Hunter Henry and trying to give Hunter Henry a better contract. Yeah. I think that hurt quite a bit. See, he, he was a big, he was a big target. He was a big target for that yeah. program, for that organization. Yeah. No, he really was. And I think also just how the handling of like all the offensive stuff. Shout out on. to Kevin Kelly for getting the Sheridan head coaching job, by the way. Oh, yeah. Shout out to that one. Cannot ba- believe that. Good. Why would you go to Sheridan? Yeah, place? Come good, on, coach. Good luck with that one, dude. Oh my I, gosh. I saw that one and I'm just like, yeah, good luck to you, Duh. buddy. Good luck to that one. You know, you're going to have a rough one on that one. That's going. It's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be tough. Yeah. But if anybody can do it, it's him. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, just horrible offense. Horrible defense, just top top to bottom, just the worst roster for New England. So you're right. Whoever gets that job, Godspeed. Yep. Yep. <laughs> They're gonna come in. We're gonna win. And yeah. deep down, it's like, no, we're not. No, it's gonna be so. It's kind of like how there was that uh, NFL films. Like there was that little video footage of Jabril Peppers. He was dapping up, you know, Shaquan uh, uh, Barkley after the Giants Patriots mm-hmm. game when the Giants won, and it got caught on, you know, vid- on on the mic where. Jabril's is like, man, you lucky we asked. Like, yeah, <laughs> like they yeah. know it. Like those the yeah. players know it. Worst comes to worst, you could always go after Hayden Fox, Craig T. Nelson, baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, on the topic of the Bears, though, I mean the Bears had an unfortunate L this weekend. Mm. You know, Darnell Mooney dropping a, a hail mary in the way that he did. It's like, look, I understand it's a wild situation, but you're a professional athlete. I mean, you need to be ready for them situations, right? And he kicks the ball up in the air to make an interception, lose the game. So there are three games this year. I saw I saw a statistic out where it's like the Bears were leading in the fourth quarter or whatever, and basically to lose all three of those games was the Browns, it was the Lions, and I don't remember the other team. Um where to lose all three was like a 0.003% chance for the Bears to lose all three, and the Bears (laughs) lost all three. Like, I'm telling you, these are Bears-style losses. And, like, you know, I made for my title, like, the Bears have failed Justin Fields. And I say that because we have, top to bottom, because, like, I feel like that game marked the end of the, the Justin Fields era for sure, without a doubt. And it's not even his fucking fault. Robert Tunyon drops, you know, a clear touchdown with how far he was away from the safety you know darnell mooney they're tanking they're shaving points uh, darnell mooney messing up that you know not messing up that was a tough situation but he had it in his hands he had it in his hands like he watched it was in his hands i wouldn't say he horribly messed it up that is a wild scenario robert tunyon though that was just a flat drop you, you screwed that one up man but like well, just well, well here's the, what was chicago's record last year I think three and three and fourteen. So they've already won more than three games this year. So now it's not like it's a complete fail. Yeah, but like the team itself, man, has just consistently failed them. Yeah, true. I mean, like, and it to me it marks the end of the field there. I mean, it does because like you got to look at it like this. Like when it comes to all the the key the key factors and like how their seats are. So offense coordinator Luke Getzey, his seat is like, oh my god, it is like a cast iron skillet that's been setting on a very hot fire. It is scolding hot right now. You know, honestly, while in my opinion, Flusa's seat should be scolding hot, 
that's my opinion. I've been on that mm-hmm. boat all year. I personally think within the organization, it's just warm. That's my take. It's like, you know, since he's kind of retaken over defensive play calling after the debacle with Allen Williams, whatever the hell happened there, the defense has been lights out. We're second in the league in takeovers right now. We're interceptions with 18 interceptions. That's awesome. You know, since getting Montez Sweat, he has been a straight difference maker. Yeah. In just a short time in Chicago, I think he's already gotten like four sacks. He's opening up stuff for other players because he's such a force. He's double-digit sacks on the season now since being in Chicago. He's a difference maker. You know, defense has been great, and so that's credit to Flus because he's been the defensive play caller since Allen Williams has been gone. Uh, you know, and then Justin's seat is unfortunately really hot, and it's not because he's been bad. It's just because we have such a shitty-ass team. Yeah. But, like, if Flus gets fired, right, we hire, you know, new, complete new coaching staff and everything, even though, like, Justin has continued to improve every season, even though you look at the stat and you see how bad of a team Justin's been on, right, you see that DJ Moore – is having his best year of his career and with Justin Fields. Yeah. Even with all that and said, still losing. Can you, as a new head coach or or a GM, really take Justin going into his fourth year with a, his third head coach? You know, or would you rather just get a fresh start all around? You know what I mean? What, like, well, what, yeah, but like I mean, that's where it's tough. But but at the same time, though, Alex, who's coming out of the draft that you're going to be like? That's my franchise in, guy. In, in the mind of the league, it's Caleb freaking Williams, yes. and I disagree. Yeah, Caleb. Like, yeah, like, because, like, look, you look at, look, like, look, here's, here's hey, my I'm, take. I'm, hang on. I'm, before you tell me your take, because we're going to watch the draft again this year. Oh, just, yeah. Just like we did. You know, Shout out like to ATFS did, Draft yes. Special. Absolutely. Shout out to ATFS Draft Special. It's going to be great. You and I both know you are going to go on this rampage if they pick Caleb Williams number one. I know. You will go on. Because it's like, it's, it's like, you, you've seen the movie Draft Day, right? Oh, yeah. I am so hoping that's what happens. I am so hoping they're like, this player, no matter what, don't draft the quarterback or whoever it is. Yeah, because it was like, but, I mean, it was what, what, Vontae Mack, no matter what, is what the yep, note was. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, no re- matter re- what. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, gosh, that was a great movie, too. Yeah. No, like, look, man, when it comes to Caleb, like, just looking at statistics, right? Dude's a freaking baller when it comes to lesser competition, as anyone should be. But you look at his stats versus ranked competition, and he's garbage. Yep. That's a red flag to me. Yep. Like, look, all right. It's one thing if you're garbage against great competition when you're on a garbage team, okay? But, like, the talent's there. So, great example would be, like, Josh Allen at Wyoming. You're expecting that. His team sucks. He's at Wyoming. The team stinks. You know, when he's out there and he's the only star player, he's got to do whatever he can, just throw that ball 85 times and get six picks. But if though, but if you can also get six touchdowns and you're getting your cha- team the best chance to win. But when you're like Caleb Williams on a USC Trojans team that is stacked with talent, why are you struggling this bad and against just, ranked talent? And not just that, but he also followed Lincoln Rally to USC. Exactly. He, was, he won more games in Oklahoma than he did at USC. Well, I say that. He probably, depending, well. The, well, it's multiple years. Multiple so it depends years, on how you look at it. Right. Season to season. But thing. if you, percentage-wise. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Won more, he won more games percentage-wise at Oklahoma. And I thought he had better talent around him in Oklahoma. Yeah. But Lincoln Riley, because of his greed. I know. Because USC, I know, hate them sons of guns. Hot take Tuesday has started, baby. Steve's That's in the chat. Yes, hot take. Steve, my man. Hot take. 
Caleb Williams be the next huge bust in the NFL. That's right. Honestly, amongst that. us, that's not a hot take, but amongst the NFL community, that's, that's a hot be. take. Yep. Yep. I, I really just don't. <laughs> like, look, I see the superstar ability. You know, like there is flashes. I'm not going to deny that. But I just can't get behind franchise quarterback. I can't get behind it with him. I can't get behind it with Drake May. I couldn't get behind it with Bryce Young. I couldn't get it behind AR, which apparently I could. AR, I could be wrong on. Bryce, I could be right on. CJ, I was all in on that one. Uh, CJ was my number one guy. Go mm-hmm. back and listen to every ATFS episode. This is not me saying it because now he's a superstar. We got the videos for proof, dog. Yep. Like we all were on the CJ train, man. CJ was going to be a beast. He was our guy. We thought Carolina should have taken him. Like, and, and honestly, like, look, if you're going to pass on CJ Stroud as the Bears at the number one pick, you have to pass on Caleb and Drake. You have to. Yep. Because they because CJ is better than them. Yep. And and if you look at it, the Texans won what, two games last year? Yeah. And or that, three, I think. Three. There. Let's see. Let me look at Because Bears ended right up now. with the first pick because the Texans won that last game. So I think it was three. Three the or te- four. The Texans are eight and six. They're actually tied in division with Indianapolis and Jacksonville. And I hate to say this, but Jacksonville. Hey, we're going to get there in a bit. I hope, I hey, hope so, man. Look, but I, I'm just saying. We're going to get there in a bit. Oh. I, I have an opinion on Jacksonville. We'll get there in a bit. But they can't win at home. I know, dude. I know. Like, look, we'll get there. Jacksonville. Ah. Damn it. That reminds me. I forgot I, for, I forgot to bring my Gardner Minshew Jacksonville jersey. <laughs> I was gonna hang it up right here. I forgot it. It's inside. I found it. I found it in my closet. I ordered it from like Goodwill Finds, I think was the website. That Goodwillfinds.com. Awesome. Really? Yes. Goodwill. Okay. Goodwill to, Finds. Uh, it was Gardner Minshew home teal Jacksonville jersey. Still has the tag on it. And it's my size. And I'm just like, let it was 15 bucks. And I'm like, let's go, baby. Best 15 bucks I've ever spent. Uh, speaking of, I need a Tucker Craft jersey. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Let's let's start researching how much they cost. Probably probably a hundred because he's current. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, I I I think it's a hot take. That's a hot take amongst the community, but amongst us, I don't think it is because I'm sixty eight ninety nine. Ooh, it's so close to 69. That's a good prize. That, <laughs> that is, is sixty nine basically. That's a good, good prize. Thing. Tucker Craft is the guy. You got to pick that up. <laughs> but. No, dude, uh, when it comes to me in this upcoming draft, you know how you said it's like Vontae Mack, no matter what, whatever? Yep. To me, Marvin Harrison no Jr. What, no, no matter what. No matter what. No matter what. I don't give what. a damn if you draft him number one and make him like the, the last time we had a number one receiver was Keyshawn Johnson, I think, in 96 or something. Calvin Johnson went two. Larry Fitz went two. I mean, we can get a receiver at the, sec- at the first or second pick. It's fine. Marvin Harrison no matter what. Jr. No matter no what. Matter what. Pair him with Justin Fields. Pair him with DJ Moore. With your fifth pick, get Joe Alt. Get the guy from Penn State. Boom. You will be approving your offensive line and getting you a weapon. Yep. yep That's yep. my take. Shout out to Tucker Craft for scoring his second career NFL touchdown. It was not your fault, man. They should have targeted you more. Personally, out of this QB class, Cam Rising is who I draft. That, Cam that, Rising, that's a good that's late a good round one. pick. That's yeah, a good Cam late Ra- pick. Cam Rising, because dude's um, got swag. I mean, dude. I mean, he's he's obviously been recovering from an injury this year, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if he'll enter the draft because because of injury. In the I, think NCAA, already, I think he's already declared. Let me check. Because I because of injury, NCAA should grant him an extra year of eligibility. Now, you, will he come right. back? Will you Will he come right. back to Utah? I don't know. He may go transfer portal and go play one year somewhere and ball out. 
But no, I think Cam Rising, dude, I like Cam a lot. It's a shame, damn shame that he missed this year. If he if he didn't miss this year, Utah would have still been in the question. Probably for the so. Probably so. I mean, I like the young guy they got for Utah. I think Nate Johnson is his name. But Cam Rising, man, if he would have been the quarterback this year for Utah, they would have still been in the conversation for everything. Let's see here. He may be coming. Yep. He is. Looks like he's going to come back for next year. Yeah. Which wouldn't. Eh, I, I mean, I don't blame him. He missed a whole year to injury. I, I, I don't. I don't either. I mean, he's get, uh, putting him up in age, but hey, let him ha- let him have another year to build up his stock a little bit. Come back from injury, you know. As, as of right now, his stock's like probably undrafted free agent. Like at least if he comes back for another year, balls the hell out. Maybe he can give you a, a, a day two pick, you know. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically. But at the same time, though, you've been in. You know, how long has he been? This is going to be his seventh year. I mean, hey, look at Michael Penix Jr. True. I mean, God bless. He's been my, Bo Nix. Come on now, Bo Nix is twenty four. I think right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and it worked out for him. Now it, you know, did, it did. It you did. know he he's that. got some some clamorings for some first round draft picks. I've seen him go pretty high. Uh, personally, I've seen him go high in, in some mock drafts. But you know, Bo Nix is a little on the old side. But I think that'd be a fine thing. Just yeah. So I'm looking at this little mock, this first little mock draft. There's no way they're taking four quarterbacks in the top 15 this year. That's, that's, that's so stupid. I mean, <sighs> I'll be kind of curious to see where Jaden Daniels is going to fall in all this. You know, he obviously Heisman winner. We'll touch on that here, but uh, you know, I'm I'm curious to see where he's going to fall in. I'm curious to see if you know the 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 lefty Michael Penix is going to actually make it into the first round if Bo Nix will make it into the first or if there'll be more day two guys I do feel like we're going to see a huge string of offensive linemen for the top 15 there's a lot of good linemen this year uh and Steve also threw up you know wide receiver for me uh for the top wide receiver is a toss-up between Harrison and neighbors that's fair neighbors neighbors to me is a very strong number two uh yeah. followed by uh I may m- mispronounce his last name but uh a Dunze from Washington uh, Ro- a, uh, Ro- Romeo um, Odunze. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, I, I like I, him a lot, too. Here, here, the thing is, though, is that I still think you take Marvin Harrison, Marvin no, Harrison matter what. no matter what. That, that's, that's, that's the thing. Look, I don't give a shit if we're number one pick. Take Marvin Harrison Jr., this, no this, matter this what. Kid, this kid could be the next Jerry Rice. I'm just saying, y'all. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying he's going to do that. He, I, honestly, but he, but at the very least, he's going to be as good if, as his dad. Right. If you just look at the way he moves, just look at his moves. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about his catches, his acrobatic catches, anything like that. He he does things Jerry Rice did when he, during his career. Yeah, he makes it simple and he beats you. That's all you've got to do. And that I, I just I feel like if they if they I feel like this would be another <laughs> if they pass up on him, it's going to look so bad. Because what because they, they they had a chance to get Mahomes too, didn't they? Uh, the Bears, yeah. So that would be two. So okay, ba- the word on the Bears and Mahomes thing, and I honest to God believe it. So. Uh, I think John Fox was the head coach when we when we made that yep. one. John Fox claimed that Mahomes was supposed to be the guy. And on draft day, Ryan Pace came in and said, we're getting Trubisky. And that was one of those things where it's like, eh, you could be telling the truth or you could be just speaking out your ass because you've been fired. It was years ago and you're trying to make yourself look better. But then Mahomes even basically confirmed it. I think on the New Heights podcast, with Travis Kelsey, where he was on for one, his yeah. first episode. I want to say he even confirmed it, where he's like, yeah, I thought Chicago was drafting me. Uh, like, I, I, He's like, I didn't think KC was on my radar at all. Um, you know, he's like, I thought Chicago was going to draft me, and then, you know, Chicago drafted Mitch, and then, you know, K, KC traded up to 10, and that's when they got me. You know, I think even Mahomes admitted that. And Mahomes, in my opinion, has admitted it playing against us when yeah. his celebration is him counting the draft picks. 
So like it, to me, that all confirms that, that yes, Mahomes was supposed to be a Chicago Bear. <laughs> <sighs> but Caleb Williams is not the next Patrick no, Mahomes. He's not. I'm sorry. He may have like he may look like it in terms of skill set, but I, I just I don't see it. I just don't. He completely ruined Fansville on the Dr. Pepper, by the way. He completely ruined it for me. He completely <laughs> ruined it for me. I can't watch it the same anymore. Why'd you have to? Oh, gosh. Well, anyway, no. Yeah, Bears have completely failed Justin Fields, top to bottom. And the end of the Fields era has come, and now it's time to prepare here's for the shitty Caleb Williams era. You take those three losses that you that were, that were you know that they had in the fourth quarter or whatever. Yeah. We're in, we're in playoff hunt. You're in the playoff hunt. Like you're that's, second in the division, and you're in the playoff hunt. That's what that's what kills me. That's what absolutely kills me. Is like, you know, a, there are so many bad plays that this team has made that has screwed everyone. But every but everything comes back down to Justin. Apparently, it's all Justin's fault. And I'm just like, can you can you not watch the the <sighs> game and see other shit that happens? Like. I hope Justin gets traded and goes to an organization and balls the hell out. I'm hearing a lot of Atlanta talk. Would love to see it. Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bajon Robinson, Justin Fields. Let's do it. Possibly. Would love to see it. Uh, but anyway, jumping to the next title topic we got for the day. Is there any cause for concern over in the Dallas Cowboy realm after that loss? Or is it just like, hey, no big deal? <laughs> no. Good God I mean, hey, you know, hey, look. Oh, Eagle, Eagles had a bad loss too, so I think you guys are leading the NFC we're, East we're right still, now. We're still, yes. You know, is that is that just one of those games for you, or is that something like so when you go the so- cause of concern? Because you know the big thing is, and I've said this before about my boss, who's a Cowboys fan, he doesn't give a shit about number one seating. He gives a shit about who's hot at the right time. That's right. a that's a bad loss to have at this time of the year. So I mean, are are you worried at all? No, no. Listen, guys. This hap- and th- this is this is what bothers me so much about football is okay football demands so much perfection it's not even funny football is the only sport you look at you look up at any you look at any sport high school college somewhat in the pros not as much in the pros as you do in college but you have to have damn near perfection, and sometimes perfection is not even good enough, as we saw with Florida State. But right. they made the right choice, by the way. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, but I'm making a point. Perfection is so highly demanded. But the thing is, is that at this time of the year, Alex, these are professional athletes. Yep. You and I both well know none of these guys are a hundred percent. True. None of them no are a hundred percent. You just. The week before, and this, and this, and look, look, does it look bad? Yes, it, it does look bad, especially when you've come off a big win against Philadelphia, uh, which, ba- and look, a win against Buffalo would have even widened the gap a little bit more with, mm-hmm. with you know, with Philly losing to Seattle, which I was, I did not expect that to happen. But, um, true, I didn't, but, but with the except, but, but at the same time, that uh, we, we have seen their struggles, uh, or their fair share of struggles as well. Yeah. Like I said before, I've predicted every win and every loss exactly to the point from the time we did the schedule. I've predicted every one of them. And Buffalo was one of the ones I said we were going to lose to. I said we were probably going to lose to Miami this weekend because we are in Miami. Mm. We have not done as well on the road, but at the same time, I don't think we've had back-to-back losses this year. And so that, that's, that kind of gives me the optimism if we go into Miami 
and, and we see that this Dallas team, we'll see how they respond to that loss. If they get blown out again, a little bit of concern. They've already clinched a playoff spot. Yep. I really don't care after that. It, it, that that's that that's just me. So I me don't ex- you, I don't expect them to be part. It's the same. Like every <clears> team <throat> in the NFL has more than two losses already. Every single one of them. Hey, let me ask you this. You know, your next three games, you've got. That's the only thing is the schedule. Yeah. Because Philly does have a much easier schedule. They do. So Philly's next three games is Giants, Cardinals, Giants. That's a cakewalk. That's they're, a cakewalk. They're winning the next three. You guys have at Miami, you're hosting the Lions, and at the Commanders. The at Commanders, that's an that's a, that's a W. Now, if you guys lose Dolphins and Detroit, but you guys at least stay competitive, are you worried? No. Okay. Because those are good teams. No, they're so good, like they're if, good even, teams. So even I mean, you, you clinch the playoffs. That's all that matters, right? You know, but you know, if if you guys that's a, if you guys if, stay if I, competitive but lose, you're if, not worried. If, if it's real, if I'm realistic right now, I say, I said twelve and five at the very beginning of the year, and yeah. I, I still say that I think we went out after this week. I, I think we beat Detroit. I mean, you look look at our home games this year. Mm-hmm. We've had one team that stayed competitive with us. That was Seattle, and that was just one of those one-off games. Once again, yeah, where you got a defense is banged up, you just beat the crap out of two crappy teams the week before that they probably should have pulled out a little bit early. But at the same time, it's like I, I have zero concern right now. Playoff time comes, yeah, I'm gonna be on the edge of my seat. Not gonna lie to you guys. <laughs> Not gonna be lying. They do this to me every single year. Yeah, but it just it just like I said, something feels a little bit different with this team. I mean, but it's it's the NFL people. Yeah, it, this it, this happens. Steve said Purdy will get hurt again in the playoffs, and it'll be Eagles Ravens Super Bowl. I don't think the Eagles are gonna make the Super Bowl. I'm I don't I, listen. I, hey, listen. I, that look, could be a hot take. Listen, I think the Eagles get beat early. I I actually want to agree. But I want to also say, if the Eagles make the Super Bowl, I think they're going to squeak in, and I think they're going to lose the Super Bowl again. Could possibly. Be. I'm sorry, Steve. That's my take right Steve, now. But I, I think I still think they're losing early. I really do. I it, it, this team is totally different from what they were last year. They're still. Right. That's the thing, though. They're banged up. Yeah. And that's that's just the thing, though. I mean, especially in football, you're just banged up. Now they're playing an extra season game. It doesn't make any sense. Go back to 16 games, please. <laughs> hey, we're going to get 18 here soon. That's stupid. I know. I hate it, too. No, I hate it, too, man. I feel you. No, that 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 was something I was really curious about is, like, you know, that was a bad loss against a struggling Bills team. But, I mean, at the same time, like, you know, you're right. I mean, the Cowboys. It's still Josh Allen. Yeah, it is. That's the thing that people you're, need to remind. It's, his, a, it's a struggling Bills team, but his, you're in his in, house. You're in his environment yeah. where it's cold all the time. I mean, I, 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 here, let me just give you a perfect example. Last night, last night I had Dumas and Monticello. And um, the girls, um, the last time the girls played each other, because I, I always look at their schedule to see who they've played against. that It gives me an idea of what I need to expect when officiating a ball game. So uh, Monticello's girls and Dumas's girls, the last time they played, Dumas smacked them like redheaded stepchildren from beginning to end. It wasn't even <laughs> close. Walk in the gym yesterday, it was cold as all get out. And both teams struggled in the first half. Now, did Dumas, Dumas still win by 20 or, or a little bit over? I think it was by 25 or something like that. But I'm just telling you, the environment does the environment does make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. It makes a it makes a huge difference. You don't have to worry about that in the playoffs unless you know, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, you, there's a possibility you gotta go to Philly. I mean, but but even then, it's not it's Buffalo for crying out loud. And it's still right. it's you know, it's still Josh Allen. No matter what, it's just like the you know Aaron Rodgers years in Green Bay. 
even though Green, there were times Green Bay sucked, it was still Aaron Rodgers. True. No, 100% right. Uh, you know, talking about the uh, the Niners, though, and the Ravens, they are playing this weekend, yeah. Sunday Night Football. Let me ask you, with that game, whoever wins that game, is that the Super Bowl champion? No. For sure no or just a maybe? Because, the, like, they're both leading the league. They both look I'm incredible. Gonna, so here, here, here's the thing. Because I'm inclined to kind of think that this almost to, feels like a Super Bowl. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Healthy? Nobody's beating San Francisco. Healthy. Facts. Healthy. Fa- but yeah, no one's healthy at this point, right? Right. Yeah. But no one's healthy. Right. No one's. Yeah. But it, it's all about. It's it's all about. Because like I said, Brock Purdy has done just enough. Um. Hey, he's been balling. He's, he's MVP been, favorite. He, he's been balling. I highly disagree that he should be the MVP favorite. I still think Christian McCaffrey deserves most of the credit on that team. Well, hold um, on now. Let's pull up some stats. Pull up all. Um, I, I could pull up some stats. I mean, we got Brock Purdy with uh, lead, second in the league with oh, with almost thirty eight hundred yards. Yeah, shout, shout, fir- shout first, out to first, that. first in the league in TDs with twenty nine. First in the league with QBR with a seventy six. Seven interceptions was tied for seventy ninth. And then C Mac also just as damn good. He's got two hundred forty four carries over almost thirteen hundred yards, which is first in the league. Third in the league in TDs. I mean, I think the argument's there for both of them. All right, I, can, I'm, I'm going to fight you on that one. The argument's there for both of them. But here's the thing. He's 21st in the league in pass attempts. Yeah. He doesn't pass the ball near as much as some of these top QBs do. Hey, but I, wait, like I said earlier in this he, year, he, like, makes, he makes the most of his passes. Right. Don't And don't, don't get me wrong. Yes, he's making most of the situation and everything like that. But what type of a quarterback would he be if he, did, if he wasn't surrounded by the talent he's already surrounded by? Mm-hmm. And I and I know that's unfair. I, I know to an uh, I know to a certain extent, it's unfair, because you got this young man who came in as Mister Irrelevant. Yep. We've never seen this before, ever. And I, I, like I said, I know it's unfair, but at the same time, it's like, what would he be like in a situation like I don't know, like where Baker Mayfield is in Tampa? Would he still be able to jump to that occasion, and and everything? Like I said, I know that's unfair to say. And he has made most of the, he's made most of the situation, but here's the thing, Alex. I haven't seen him in a situation where it's live or die by him. Mm-hmm. Like not once this year, even when they lost, I have not seen him in a situation where it's live or die by the quarterback. And, you, and on the opposite side of things, you want to know who you may have seen that out of, Dak Prescott. Yes, because Steve here put in the chat, he's like QB versus QB. I think Dak is my MVP vote. And then he also I feel gross just saying that with the vomit emoji. Uh, hey, hey, <laughs> but hey, at least Steve knows ball. Steve exactly. knows ball. Because that was the other thing. I've said that for weeks. Yeah, no, Dak, I mean, he is an MVP favorite, I, and too. I, and I, I'm not saying that because he's a Dallas quarterback. I'm not saying he's that, just been playing. He's been playing his best year. He Yeah, this is his best year. People are like, he's got to step up. He's got to step up. Yep. Well, here you go. He's, he's, been, he's, he's stepping, stepping up. So he's fifth in the league right now in passing yards, but just just barely because he's almost yes. got 3,700. Second in, second in the league in TDs with 28. He's also got seven INTs, and he's second in the league in QBR with 72.7. Yep. I mean, Dak Prescott is having an MVP year. Uh, Steve also said his hottest take here, and I'm assuming this is like in the alternate reality of injury didn't happen, or or maybe you're talking about next year. He said hottest take, uh, hottest of takes here, boys. If the team stays healthy, the Jets go 13 and four and win the Super Bowl. Rodgers retires. So either he's referring to if Rodgers never got hurt, or maybe next year is what he's referring to. I don't know if I'd call that the hottest of takes. If we're looking, yeah, he says next year. I'd have to see the Jets. Let me look at. 2024 jet schedule because that may, that may has it been be released yet though week by week 
No, but schedule, yes. Okay. Yeah, all all teams all team schedules and for next I, year is I out. Will, they just I, don't know week to week. And I will say this for Dak Prescott, he's thrown a hundred more passes than Brock Purdy. Hey, that says something. A hundred. That's a huge difference. All right. So next year, Jets schedule. Of course, uh, the normal division teams we have. Then we have Arizona. We have Jacksonville. Uh, we have Houston, Indy, uh, the Rams, uh, Seahawks, uh, TBD, AFC West team, San Fran, uh, Tennessee, TBD, AFC North, TBD, NFC schedule. North, uh, and that's their schedule. That's an easy schedule. Yeah, because I mean, like you got to look at just uh, their their division alone. I don't see if Bill Belichick comes back or if a new coach is hired. I don't see Patriots nope. making any sort of relevancy. Buffalo, I really do think their window is closing. Miami is still a strong foot in that door, 100%, in my opinion. So you have to compete with Buffalo, maybe. You have to definitely compete with Miami. Jacksonville, uh, I got my opinions on Jacksonville. I think that'll be a game they can win. It's at Jacksonville, though. At Arizona, give me give me uh, the Jets on that one. Uh, give me uh, the Jets and the Texans. That'll be tough, but give me the Jets with a great defense. You've got to keep in mind, the Jets' defense is freaking phenomenal. The Jets' defense is so damn good. Yeah. It's just their offense hasn't been good. But hey, and here, you know, when I, of course, at the beginning of the season, when I, Buffalo, I said Buffalo was probably going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. They're probably going to make the playoffs now. Yeah. They have Patriot, uh, they, they play, they play at the Chargers, dub. Uh, they play at home against the New England dub. on New Year's Eve, on New Year's Eve, dub. And then they go to Miami. Which no that, one's going to care. That one's going to be tough, though. Yeah, but that's 10 wins. 10 yeah. wins should get you in the playoffs. So currently looking at the conference, you have Baltimore, who has clinched the uh, playoffs at number one. Uh, number two, you have the Dolphins. Number three, KC. Number five, uh, no, so number four, Jacksonville. Number five is Cleveland. Um, number six, Cincy. Seven, Indianapolis. Eight, Houston. Nine, Buffalo. Uh, I mean, dude, it's so tight. Those wild card spots are so tight in the AFC. Yeah, Denver's still in play. Well, I'll I'll put it to you this way: I think Cincy's going to drop. They, I do too. They have not won a division game yet, which is weird. <laughs> no, no, Joe Burrow. <laughs> no, Joe Burrow. Even with Joe Burrow, they were losing their division games. Yeah, but I mean, he's um, been he was banged up the whole year. He's been playing though. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I, at Pittsburgh, at KC versus Cleveland we'll is the see. rest of Cincy's schedule. That, they let's see, but like I said, Buffalo Buffalo will be at ten and seven. Yeah. Um, I don't see Pitt's done. They're fa- they've fallen off. They're going to finish with could, a winning record, could, though. Mark it. Could Denver win their last three? Let's see what they are. Right now, they're 7-7. Seven to seven. Their last three games are going to be uh, Patriots. They could win. win out. They can they win, can win out. out. <laughs> and they would be 10-7. and seven. They can, the, the Broncos can totally win out, man. And so, yeah, I mean, you're looking at – I mean, so, yeah, so that's 10-7. and seven. You're looking at, uh, of course, you're looking at Buffalo would be 10-7. Um, not sure who'd win the tiebreaker there. Uh, Houston, let's see who Houston has left. Gosh, these last three weeks are going to be so. Um, let's see here. The Browns, Titans, and Colts. Those are going to be three tough games for them. Um, I'm writing the Browns off just because, I mean, Joe Flacco has been playing really well, but. I, I, just, I don't know, though, dude. Their defense. I mean, I mean that's fair. Their defense has been good. 
I don't know. I can't get behind them right now uh, with, you know, not having their starting running back, starting quarterback. I mean, they, they are playing well. They but have. I, I, I think, I they think it's going to catch. the Jaguars and the Bears. Well, I don't know. Actually, looking at the, the Cleveland Browns' remaining schedule, I mean, honestly, like. Two out of three wins. That'll be another. I, I see two out of three. I see two out of three. I think you're right. I'm just saying, dude, they're going to make. It's going to be chaos at 10 and 7 teams. Dude, it's going to be wild, honestly. And like out of the AFC South, I'll finally give my take on the Jags, man. Like I was talking to you know that same guy who's a Bears fan earlier because he knows like the Jags too. Yep. And it's like, man, with the Jags, like they're just not there yet. They're right there, right? They're knocking on the door. But like what I said is the Jags are just too inconsistent. Trevor Lawrence is too damn inconsistent. Yeah. Look, I get it. Like we pull up T Law stats, right? Oh, he's got over thirty five hundred yards passed, eighteen TDs. Needed some improvement there. He's top ten in the league in QBR. 10 INTs, man, but it's just like he's just too damn inconsistent. Like, everyone calls him, like, this next Peyton Manning and calls him, like, in the same tier as Joe Burrow or something, and I'm just like, I love T-Law, but he's not there yet. Yeah, but this is only, what, his third year? Fourth year? Second year. Third year, third year, third, third year, yeah, third year. Of course, we, well, I consider it second year. You know, it's minus, basically minus his Urban second Meyer year. year. Just you, saying. Look, Urban Meyer, you giving wipe him that a break. off the books. We're giving him a break. You wipe that off the books. So it's, it's basically his second year. Saying, like, I, I just don't see it yet. I, I, I think it, if you had to put rank all 32 NFL teams as an S to F tier, I consider the Jags at best an A tier team right now. So I'm just saying, you could have multiple teams just from this. You could have multiple teams at 10 and 7. I think Miami's going to win their division. I did, yeah. See, I think me, the guy, I, I let really me look do. At Can, let me look at Kansas City's. The rest of their, but Kansas City struggled so much this year so far too. They Look, should hey, they should win out. If Dolphins beat the Cowboys this weekend, in my opinion, the Dolphins are going to prove that they are a squad and they're going to win their division because they, they yeah, the would, Dolphins are going to be the biggest one to watch because they have a tough ass schedule. Well, that'll be, that will be their eleventh win, and I don't think anybody else. Well, Buffalo would have to win out to get eleven wins. And Buffalo and Miami play last but my, week. But Miami would have to lose out. Yeah. In order, so, yeah. So, I, I think Miami – if I'm not mistaken, I think Miami clinches if they win this weekend. They might, yeah. Ooh, man. What a what a playoff scenario. And, and like I said, KC. KC did lose to the Raiders the last time they played the Raiders. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, on the other side for NFC, man, it's also just as close to the wild, wild card games because you have uh, five teams that are 7-7. Seven and seven. Let's see here. Of course, uh, San Francisco, Dallas – and Philly have all clinched for the playoffs. San so Fran no clinching their uh, division. So. No, no matter what, they've all clinched. And yeah. of course, you know San Fran's already clinched for the division. I think Detroit. I think Detroit's going to clinch eventually. Um, Who do they play this weekend? I have no yeah. idea. And Detroit then of course, plays, uh, Detroit plays the Vikings this weekend. Give me the Lions on that one, baby. Uh, <laughs> Lions, Cowboys, Vikings. I mean, Viking, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. So they they have two Vikings games. I think they're going to win both. Lions are clinching division. First time in Lions history clinching the NFC North. That's wild. Right. Because they keep in mind for everyone listening, the NFC North was only actually founded in like 2002. And it's starting to, it's really starting to look like Tampa Bay and New Orleans could vie for that last division spot. And then that's that crappy NFC South. Hey, you know what? Give me the Bucks, baby. I'll, I'll take the Bucks. I'll hey, take the Bucks all day. Hey, one of my one of my little talking points that I had to this uh, this week. Shout out to Baker Mayfield <laughs> making history, the first quarterback in NFL history to have a perfect passer rating when he is the visiting opponent at Lambeau yep. Field. That's right. That's so, right. So, hey, and Baker, listen, man, I know you had a shit pile up there in but in, in, in <laughs> Cleveland. All right, man. Hey. Shout out to you, man. Hey, shout, shout out to you, hey, man. I need to add the clip from Jacob into our intro. 
Fuck Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I, 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 look, I like what Baker's about, man. The, the question is, if if the Bucks actually win that division, go to the playoffs, and let's say they lose round one of the playoffs, but they play yeah. they play well, mm-hmm. do you keep running with Baker? Is he your guy? Is that the franchise guy? Who else are you going to have? You got Kyle Trask right behind. I think it's I Kyle mean, Trask like, right why, in my mind, why would you try to draft someone in the first round? Like, well, keep I mean, no, running with Baker. But that, that's why they drafted Kyle Trask, though. Yeah, to replace Brady. To replace Brady. But here's the thing, though. Baker Mayfield won that job based <laughs> off what he did with the Rams last year. Because you look at oh, yeah. the Rams were dead. So dead. Zero, zip, nothing. He comes in, and he's slinging it all over and the here place. here comes an ugly-looking number 17, Baker Mayfield. He looks so bad in that number, but whatever. He did. But, it, <laughs> I, but I, either way, though, but he, he sort of kind of reinvented himself, yeah, saying, you know what? I came from a crappy organization because that's what it was. Let's just call it for what crap. it is. They're a crappy Carolina's organization. crap. And so when 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 you do that, because that's all that's that's all he was known for is playing in a crappy organization. Yeah. Then you go down and you you show off with the Rams and you show the NFL world and everybody like me who doubted him, I can still play. Yeah. So no, yes, you go with Baker Mayfield. Yes, you go with Baker. Mayfield. I say roll with Bake, baby. Keep on baking. I mean, like he's doing what they got to do. I mean, the team just needs help, man. I mean, you need to get a better run game. I mean, Rashard White's okay. You got the receivers. You know, the defense has been great. You know, you, you yep. had offensive line injuries. So, you know, those guys come back from injury next year. You maybe get some more offensive line pieces, get some more defensive pieces, and if you get you remember, a good running back. And this a team's going to go. And a chunk of that Tampa Bay team, a chunk of that Tampa Bay team was injured last year for Tom yeah. Brady's last season. But, I mean, but I, either way, though, you have experience on that team. You have yep. veteran experience on that team. Um, you know, I know there's a few things I got to do to build. But they could still be division favorites for next year. Yeah, I mean, like you look at the Bucks schedule. I mean, they're going to be hosting the Jags. That's going to be a, a tough matchup both sides. Hosting because Jags host, do not Jags win on the road. Inconsistent. They're inconsistent. They, they win on the road. But they win on the road. Then they're hosting the Saints. That's going to be the big one. Uh, then they're finishing the year at you know uh, at Carolina, which they'll win. They'll, I mean, yeah, they should win that one. Shout uh, out, shout out to Carolina for winning in front of like five thousand people. Yeah, I know. Forty five <laughs> cents a ticket. Now, granted, apparently the weather. They was sold, shit. They but sold over 70,000 tickets for that game and only about 4,000. The weather was shit. <laughs> to be fair, the, to be fair, the weather was shit. Yeah, and if they were a good team, they, they would be there. They would be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Steve said, remember when I said NFC South would all be 5-12? and 12? I do. <laughs> <laughs> you were almost close. You were uh, there, man. <laughs> uh, granted, more wins, but they'll, they'll, they're all still ass. No, they are ass, man. But I think I think Tampa Bay is my favorite right now. Forget divisional spots in the playoffs. Just take yeah. the top teams. That I've personally agreed with. Look, okay, so I agree with it, but I also, honestly, even though we've had over these past few years, starting with the Seahawks back I, whenever they yep. went 7-9, and nine, we've we've seen more and more a losing record get into the playoffs because of their division winner. I'm I'm look didn't, didn't here okay didn't. you know what here's my hot take for hot take Tuesday hot take if you win the division even with a winning record you still get your ass in the playoffs no matter what and, but yeah. I still think it should be ranked based on record so you may yes. not host a playoff game yes and that is my take but a hot take you though, should be the hundred percent you should get in the playoffs right and they should be at least like they should be in there but like maybe the bottom seed whatever the bottom yeah, seed yeah, is yeah. what is it seven I, I definitely think the playoffs needs to be sorted based on record. Yep. And not based on division winner. But if you're a division winner, you deserve to be in the playoffs, yep. even if you all went five and twelve. I, will, I, I, <laughs> I, I agree with I agree with it. But didn't if I'm not mistaken, uh before um 
before they moved to L.A., didn't didn't the St. Louis Rams get in with like oh, six yeah, and ten? They, they got in with a losing record. Because Sam well. Bradford was their quarterback at the time. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're one of the ones that got in with a losing record. Seahawks got in at seven and nine. They were the first. I think Seahawks may have gotten in again in a yeah, losing record. I think another NFC West team also got in with a losing yep. record. Uh, Steve says no. You should have at least five hundred record or winning record. Look. I, I disagree. If yeah, you win, if I disagree you, too. If you win the division, that is the stipulation of where there, I disagree. There's a reason that they're divided up in divisions. There's a reason for that. Yeah, I disagree. I think if it's, you win, uh, you can win the division at five and twelve, and I think you deserve to get you just, to the playoffs. You'll just need to be the last seed. Yeah, you have to be the last. You, you seed. shouldn't. You shouldn't host. Yeah, you should not host. That's horseshit that they host. Host that that part. I disagree. I, they should not host at all. The Bucks should not be the fourth seed. Uh, but they will be. No, um, but that's the thing. Though. They used to do that in the NBA, too, and I think they changed that rule. Yeah. But, you know, but, but of course, they weren't a 500 team. It was just they won their division. They were automatically the four seed, no matter what the record was, and it's just stupid. Right. Uh, okay, so let me actually look at some playoff stuff because ESPN, thankfully, actually has stuff lined up yep. with uh, with how, it's, uh, how they can win it. Uh, so that's cool. I didn't know this was a tab, or we would have already been shouting this out. Uh, so let's see, uh, da, 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 da. uh, for Houston, uh, to get into the playoffs, win the tie break over Buffalo based on best win percentage in conference games. Uh, let's see, uh, Pittsburgh win the bet, win the break over Denver based on the best win percentage in conference games as well. Uh, Indianapolis win the tie break over Buffalo based on best win percentage conference game. division tie break was initially used to eliminate Houston. Uh, Indianapolis wins uh, tie break over Houston based on head to head win. I tell you, this, that, this, it's this is all be crazy, man. It's this is all be just based on possibilities, man. There are so many text dialogues in here of how they can make it to the playoffs. That's like bragging about being the valedictorian of a homeschool. Hey, man, you still win something. You yep. deserve it. Yep. Hey, look, as long as there's divisions the way that there is, like that's just the way that I think it needs to be. Like, I think if you win the division, you know, you should, you deserve to be in. And honestly, on the flip side of things, and Ricky may disagree with me on this, honestly, this was my personal opinion on when the college football playoffs started. I personally think it needed to start uh, with six teams. Power five gets in no matter what. Best group of five get in. There's your six. That's the way it should have started. I think now going to, it's going to 12, right? Yes. I think 12 or eight is ideally what it should have been. But I, in my opinion, when the playoffs started, at bare minimum is what I'm saying. It should have been six. I would agree with you if, and only if, the bowl games made any kind of a difference. That's fair. That's fair. That's the, uh, I would agree. Like, if, 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 if these top players would stop opting out of the bowl game, 100% agree with you. Yeah. But now that these top tier players, of course, you know, shout out to Tua, you know, he's, he said that he was not going to play in the bowl game with Maryland. Um, that's something else, you know, with Minnesota getting in at five and seven, but they didn't get Army in the bowl game. I don't make that doesn't make any sense. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yes. The top tier, these top tier players that keep opting out of these bowl games just says the bowl games don't mean near as much anymore yeah. like they used to. It's like the Heisman winner. You know, it's like the Heisman trophy. It's just dead to me right now. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, and I think that's the reason why you expand to 12. Not only does it make sense on a revenue standpoint, but you have more meaningful games than just two semifinal games and a championship game. Yep. You go from three meaningful games to a bunch. So mm. that so that's where that's where I agree with this 12 team and I'm so glad we're going to get to see a group of five 
uh, team in there. Maybe we'll see a group of five team here and there. Maybe we'll see some upsets. Hey, that's what I'm here for. I love the upsets. Just like we do in the NCAA tournament. Let's let's see some upsets. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. You think you belong. Prove it. Prove it. Yeah. No, that's the thing that I'm looking forward to to the 12 team. Honestly, is like, hey, let's just see. Let's see who can create some upsets. Let's see who can make some magic. But no, you're you're right about the bowl games, and it really makes me think: Are the bowl games going to go away after a few more years? Because it's becoming more and more irrelevant. I There's think, a lot of money I tied up the into reason, them. But I think the only way the bowl games go away, Alex, is if you do it like the FCS division does. I can't remember how many teams they have though in the playoff. I think they have 16. So uh, yeah, they have 16 in the if, playoffs, if, and if then they they, they doing, only have one bowl game at FCS level, and it's for the uh, uh, HBCU schools. That's the celebration. Yep, the bowl. celebration. The celebration bowl. Which uh, which shout out to Florida A and M. Yep. Um. Which I thought they were going to massacre Howard. I Howard, thought they Howard, were. Yeah. Howard played a very good yeah, game. Yeah, shout out to Howard though. Goodness I mean, they gracious. played a game. Yep. I was shocked. And so, uh, so yeah, when you look, so yeah, when you look at it from that perspective, I I think if if the NCAA can still make the revenue, if not more revenue, with the twelve team playoff, if they can say, okay, we can survive without these bowl games, I could I could see that happening. Yeah. The the, the only the only good thing about bowl games now is you get this glorified non-conference matchups like Ohio State and Missouri coming together. Mm-hmm. Like, now it's just it's just not going to be – it doesn't matter who wins now. Yeah. It's, it's it's like, am I rooting for Missouri? Absolutely. I mean, they don't – Ohio State didn't have their quarterback anymore. <laughs> he transferred. To Syracuse. To Syracuse. We're going to talk about oh, that. God. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, the thing that I, that I think I love about bowl games, man, is that it gives teams like – you know, my second favorite team, Hawaii, a chance to have some fun. Yes. And a chance to w- take home a trophy. And that's why I don't think bowl games should ever go away is because there are so many, like people are so excited for 12 teams and there's the conversation, you know, that bowl games don't matter because players opt out anyway. And that sucks. But like at the same time, like, do we really just want to see the same 20 teams competing for championships every year? Do we like, what about, what about fans that maybe went to a lower tier school? Maybe cause they yep. went there, they're there. They went there. That's their alma mater. They'll, they'll like, you'll never see Toledo win a national championship. So you'll never see Miami of Ohio win it. You'll never see Buffalo. You'll never see Hawaii. Nope. You'll never see Fresno state. I mean, you just won't like they have, they have their, like the teams like those, they have their one really dominant year every once in a while. Like when Hawaii had Colt Brennan, they got the top ten in the country, and then got blown out by Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Yep. Fresno State will have their year every once in a while. Boise State had their little run they had, but for the most part, these schools are never going beyond what they normally are at a seven or eight win team, or in some cases like a Toledo, where you win, where you lose one game all year, but you're still completely irrelevant because you're a MAC school. Like those teams deserve a chance at a trophy. So here's here. So here here's something else, Alex, and this is just something that popped in my head. Now that the players are going to get paid, the NCAA has got to – they've got to have these restrictions on the transfer portal. Oh, yeah, it's coming too. They, they, they have to hammer down mm-hmm. on the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. They're in a similar situation that the NBA was in. Well, I mm-hmm. understand, of course, you know, two different leagues. You know, we got one professional, one that's supposed to be amateur. They're going to uh, pay them anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the NBA in general, a, a, a majority of the superstar caliper players – do not do not play near as many games anymore like they used to. Whether it's load management or whatever the case may be, free agency, you name it. The NCAA is going to, have to come down hard on these athletes with the transfer portal and everything like that. Now the whole deal is: hey, you're getting paid 
to play. Get your butt out there on the field and play these bowl games. Right. That's the only way that's, that, that bowl games are going to get fixed is if these players play. Yeah. No, I agree. And maybe include some extra incentive or something. I don't know. I mean, payers, players can get played, uh, paid after all. So maybe include give them some, a cut. Give them a cut of the revenue. You know what? Hey, let's just hey, let's do this. Let's do this because you know NCAA is not going to do it. So let's call out the boosters. Boosters, make sure these players get some extra cash, <clears throat> anything to play in the bowl game. Well, word on the street is with the NCAA. Word on the street is the president's going to bring up something where athletes get paid a minimum of thirty thousand dollars a year for a trust fund. Really? Yes. Nice. And so, well, at the, in, in some ways, it stinks though because there are universities who can't afford that. Yeah, that's true. Like they're, they're, uh, there's there's a lot of universities who can't afford that. Right. So yeah, it so yeah, it's it yeah, but it just it's so stupid. Uh, it's so stupid. Man, this whole the, everything with NIL, I mean, it 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 needed to happen for sure. But man, it's but just, not like this. It's just it's made college football an interesting landscape. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I mean, it it look it needs to happen. You know, the players deserve to get money while in college. They do a hundred percent. I mean, they a hundred they they, they they do. But, but here's my here is my whole it's, entire it's, thing. It's, it's though, crazy Alex. right now. My whole entire thing on this. There is a whole such thing. There's this thing that used to happen called paying your dues, and you you, you know, like so I understand the injury aspect of it and everything like like I, I get it, but at the same time, they knew what they were getting into from the very very get go. It's amateurism. Like period. It's am- it's am- it's amateur it's amateurism. Over 90% of them aren't even going to make it to the pros. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing something else other than playing football, other than playing basketball, baseball, whatever the, their respective sport is. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing something else other otherly different than what their sport the, their respective sport is. Right. So it's 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 not like um, they're not getting different things throughout the campus and everything like that as it is. I mean, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I get it because you're on national television. These universities are making millions off of you, but you know what you're getting yourself into. It's just like wrestlers. You ask any good wrestler, any, even if they're in the WWE today, you ask what they had to do to get there. Yeah. A lot of them, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, he had, a, he had a documentary at, watch his documentary. This is his meals. When he first started, his meals consisted of potatoes and tuna, and that was it. Mm-hmm. He would drive hundreds of miles, maybe get paid twenty, thirty bucks. Maybe get paid twenty, thirty bucks. And it took it took year. It takes years to build that. So I'm just I'm just saying there used to be that little deal of paying your dues, and one day it'll be paid off. You'll you'll get that payout. But now some of these kids are getting paid more than NFL rookies. No, 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 no. You're a college athlete. Right. These are professionals. It's you're not on the same caliber. Yeah. Um, while I completely agree, the players need to get paid. This is long time coming. Uh, look, this is one of those things where someone you know, on the slight chance a former college athlete or something listens to this show, and they'll they'll probably criticize me and you and say, "Oh, they didn't play college ball; they don't get it." And right. and they're right, we don't. But like, I, I do think there needs to be some sort of cap. I, yes, I, 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 a yes, year, and I, I'll agree a with year, that. A yearly cap of how much these players can make. I don't know what the cap should be. You know, I, I really don't. I'm not even going to try to pitch a number. Uh, but I, I feel like there should be a because I mean like for real I mean like Caleb guys like Caleb Williams Marvin Harrison Jr. and yeah. stuff they were before his contract signing they were making more than Joe Burrow yeah like because contract because Joe Burrow didn't have his new contract yet 
And, like, that's what's wild. And I would so challenge that college athlete that listens to this. I would so challenge them to the, to the biggest core. Because what about that one person that you have in college who has zero athletic ability, their parents can't afford to pay for their college, and they're having to take out student loans just so they can get a, just so they can get a good education and something. Mm-hmm. So that, that so yeah, and I understand they're not making money for the university, but they're paying the university. Right. They're paying the university so you can play sports. Every single student at every single university, there is an athletic fee that they have to pay. Every single one of them mm-hmm. has to pay a fee. I paid mine. I was more than happy to pay mine. <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the the landscape of college football is so damn fascinating yeah, because, like, you know, the transfer portal has just gone out of control. I mean, recruiting they've has got gone, to police it. They've yeah, got, I mean, like, got right, to look, hammer down on some this. some big news that we've had. We already shout out Kyle McCord. He was set to transfer from Ohio State and went to Syracuse. Of all freaking places, hey, why would you look, go to Syracuse? You know, I asked Tyler that too. Me and him were talking about it, and all Tyler was really could throw out there was like, I mean, low expectations, new coach. Should have went to Temple. Uh, fuck Temple. <laughs> uh, but no, with Syracuse, I also noticed they're getting two big-name receivers, too, from uh, not, well, big-name, big-name, but two Georgia receivers, three-star athletes from Georgia uh, transferred to Syracuse, too. So maybe they're building something really up there, you know, with the orange, man. But Kyle McCord to Syracuse was a wild one. Uh, I did notice 10 different Georgia players have entered Transfer Portal. That's insane. Uh, Will Howard is expected yeah, they're, to land they're, with they're USC. Up there. Uh, f- last year, five-star quarterback Malachi Nelson with USC is now entering the transfer portal. Who knows where he's going to go? Dante USC Moore, sucks. Uh, Dante Moore, true freshman starter for UCLA under Chip Kelly. He entered the transfer portal randomly. He's going to Oregon, which Dylan Gabriel also went to Oregon. That so that's going to be wild. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, then also in just recruiting five-star quarterback Dylan uh, Riola, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's like the number two prospect in the nation. Yeah. He flips from Georgia and Nebraska. Now, apparently on that one, uh, from what I understand from Tyler, apparently his uncle is on the coaching staff at Nebraska. Okay, okay. That I was like, sense. all right, that makes sense then. That was that was bound to happen. And why then. would you go to Oregon? Good yeah, Lord. but I mean, yeah, Dante Moore and Dylan Gabriel both going to Oregon. That's wild. Where is Malachi Nelson going to land? That's going. I think Malachi Nelson. I'm be honest with you, uh, based on his recruiting, based on his recruiting. I think he's going to wind up being a, a Texas A&M Aggie. That was the only other school that he visited. Could be. So I, I'm currently thinking, depending on who the head coach will be, I think he's going to be um, – did, did they already name a head coach? Yeah, Mike Coco. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I think he, he, he can end up being going to Texas A&M, so that's one to watch. Will Howard, though, being a, being a Lincoln-Riley guy, didn't see that one coming. Did not see that one coming at all. That one is a plot twist. Now, transfer portal is going wild right now. Let me see if there's any more news that I'm missing. Let me look. I mean, oh I'm, actually, I'm actually looking right now. Uh, uh, still no word on uh, Braden Schrager. He transferred out of Hawaii, unfortunately. Uh, but... Let's see. The younger Tua, he's opted out of the Music City Bowl. Let's see. I don't see any massive news. Chandler Morris is transferring from TCU. Something to watch there. Yeah, even though and speculation, even though KJ Jefferson, we, you know, even though we kind of speculated KJ Jefferson was for sure going to yeah, be transferred, now, he, now he announced a, it. Yeah. There is a possibility. I think he he could land with TCU. Go back, oh, yeah. go back with Browse. Oh yeah, that's true. Finish his career there. Uh, one that I was immediately bummed out about, but then immediately it's just like, all right, yeah, I'll be fine. 
is uh, one of Oregon State's QBs. Uh, I think it was Aiden Childs or Chills. He he transferred with Jonathan Smith to Michigan State. Uh, but then on the other side of things, uh, Jabari Johnson, a four-star prospect who was with Missouri, he transferred to Oregon State. So, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, we're going from one four-star to another four-star. I'll take that. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, no, I mean, dude, the transfers are insane. Uh, Malik Murphy, uh, he was a backup quarterback at Texas. He's transferring, which I would expect that one. I mean, once Quinn, Quinn's coming back this year, once Quinn Ewers is done, then it's going to be uh, Arch Manning's show. I don't think Arch Manning is going to transfer. So, uh, no, I think there was speculation he was going to for sure. Still waiting on where Cam Ward's going to go. That's going to be a big one. Uh, man, just the transfer portal. Just, oh, buddy, it has been insane. I'm just saying, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got to do something about this. Come on. NCAA, step up. I, I definitely don't think they ever need to go back to the year of waiting. I don't think that needs to happen. I, I like instant eligibility. I like instant eligibility, but they have I, to. They, they, can't they only do it once, though, and have instant yes. eligibility? Okay. Yeah. Well, not right now. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, if, if they're going to have instant eligibility, then it needs to happen just once. Be like, that's it. Yeah. I would be fine with that, but that's not the case here. Will Rogers going to Washington? Shout out to that one. Who's going to who's going to Washington? Will Rogers. Oh yeah, I already, knew about, I already knew about that. Shout out to T V D going to Wisconsin and Luke Fickle. Uh I hope the best for T V D on that one. Yeah, that's that's a terrible situation there. Yeah. Hey, shout out to your Vandy QB. He's going to LSU. AJ that's, that's right. Best quarterback of the nation. <laughs> Uh, Vanderbilt speaking of best quarterback year. in the nation, though, Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman. Mm. Feels empty. I mean, don't get me wrong. Feels he, empty. He, did, he had like, the stats. Look, he had I'll, the stats. I'll, I'll, I will give them that much. We, he we, had are, the we stats. argue that two weeks ago. He's got the stats, but I just don't view him as. It's because LSU was never in it. They were never in it. It's not the first time a three a three loss team's uh, won had a Heisman. Heisman yeah. yeah, Tim Tebow did it. Yeah, I know. Uh, they were just blown away by quarterback stats that a quarterback could do that, even though Darren McFadden improved dramatically in between those two years of jerks. Listen, I still think Tim Tebow should have won that one. Oh, goodness hey, gracious. Florida was in it. Florida, Florida won the championship, didn't no, they? No, they didn't. They had three losses when he won that. I thought that was the year they won the championship. Nope. What year did they win the championship the with The next them? year. The next year? Yep. I thought it was that year. Nope. I think he should have won it. I'm sorry. No, Dmac should have. Dmac was robbed the year before, though. They were. He was robbed both years, sir. He had over 1,800 rushing yards, but yet they're going to give it to Mark Ingram with only 1,450. Are you kidding me? All right, years later. Yes. Yeah. Inconsistent <laughs> bastards. <laughs> no, Jaden Daniels winning it. I mean, it felt empty to me, man. But then again, it's felt empty to me for many years. Like the last time we had a Heisman winner where it did not feel empty was Joe Burrow. Yeah, right, I, I let, could. Let, I let could, me yeah. look up Heisman winners to confirm this. Sounds good. I, I, I mean, I'm going to look that up when you. All right, Heisman winners. Let me confirm this. Let me make sure I'm not insane on this. Uh, so, yeah, 2023, Jaden Daniels. 2022, Caleb. 2021, Bryce. 2020, Devontae. Devontae, okay, I'll give it to Devontae. Devontae had an unbelievable year at wide receiver. So, yeah, tw uh, 2020 is the last time it didn't feel completely empty, in my opinion. Yep, let's see here. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Devontae Smith was really, really good. I mean, because Bryce Young, Bryce Young won it in the very next year. No, they was he was terrible after that. And Caleb, was Caleb the same was thing. too. I think Caleb was even worse. Caleb, <laughs> Caleb was even worse. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, Joe Burrow that rightfully won it. 
I still toss up Kyler Murray winning that and still in, in 2018. Let's see here. Baker, Lamar Jackson, Derek Henry. Okay, so Derek Henry had 1,800 rushing yards that season. Mark Ingram had 1,304. Are you kidding me? <laughs> never going to let it go. I'm never going to let it go. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Bunch of jerks. Oh, goodness. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I mean, shout out to all the award winners, of course, but I don't know, man. I just, I still feel like the Heisman just feels like a really empty award. Yeah, it, man, it just, yeah, it doesn't make any sense anymore. It just, it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, also, uh, that I guess circle back to this, shout out to uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, said that he was set to be medically cleared, but from the sound of it, he's probably going to go ahead and wait it out because the way he put it is that he's probably four, like, probably at most four weeks away from being 100%. And the Jets being officially eliminated from playoff contention, what's the point of him coming back now? Which I, I see, I see the point of him trying to play because it really proves the team of how serious he is. But at the same time, like don't don't risk it, you know. Especially with how bad that O line has been. Uh, but man, what just bottom line? Like even if he's not going to make it back this year, all the props in the world for the comeback that he's tried to make. If only the offense wasn't a complete shit show. Oh, come on. You got to nope. give him props. Nope. You got to give him props. Nope. I call BS the you entire gotta. year. Call it BS the entire year. How do you call it BS? There's no way he completely tore his Achilles. Oh, come on. That pop no, no, was nope, a... Nope, so, nope, 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 nope. That, that pop... Look, dude, have, listen. Dude. I, I am a I, Bears fan. I have a right to hate that man with all my guts, but I am a torn Achilles that, person. I, I, I feel that. I understand that. That but man the, is a I'm legend. I'm just saying. I have given him all the props. I've seen, all I've the seen many athletes tear their Achilles like that, and a lot of them... Into their, it in, especially athletes his age, it ended their careers. A different age of medicine, man. I understand that, and it's you know, a, shout out to the that. I, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the ayahuasca in the darkness tree. He's just built different, man. I'm still not giving him props. Not happening. You got to give him props, man. Hey, I'd give him props if he played. If he, if he were, if he were to play, I'd give him props. He's not playing though, so no props given. Oh come on! Nope. The comeback nope. is unreal. No, nope. I'm not buying it. Negative I'm not, Nancy. I'm not buying Negative it. Negative Nancy. I'm not buying it for nothing. <laughs> it's, I'm still not doing it. <laughs> it's like uh, he said on the Pat McAfee show, and they and they asked him about that for the people that believe that it was fake. He's just like. Well, I've got a little word for you. It starts with F and ends with K, and there's a couple other letters in between, and the next word after that is U. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying it was fake. I did question it, though. I go lot to you. Come on. Listen. The pop was there. The pop was there. I'm not saying the injury was completely fake. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not buying this crap he was coming back this season. I said it from the time it happened. He wasn't coming back this year. Mm -hmm. I said it, and it's, he's not coming Look, back. Look, if listen. he play, now listen. Look, I'm serious. If he were to come back and play, and I understand why he's not. Yeah. But let's say he did. Let's say he played one game and he looked half of what he usually looks like. Mm -hmm. I'd give him props. I ain't giving him nothing. Mm. Nothing, because I'm not buying that he was Negative coming back. Negative Nancy. I'm not buying he was going to try to come back this year. I'm, I'm just not. I'm buying it. I'm I, all in. No. I'll buy an Aaron Rodgers jersey. Even with modern medicine, Kevin Durant sat out over a season. Well, Kevin Durant's a he's a bitch. If we're gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna be 
<laughs> We're gonna be real honest on Big Bear. I'm just saying he's the closest to modern medicine that's that I can think of that's torn his Achilles. <laughs> anyway, I'll give you that much. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, all right. I'll all give right. you that much. Oh, that was funny. All right. Uh, do you have any other hot takes you want to shout out for Hot Takes Tuesday? <laughs> I'm still not buying Aaron Rodgers. All right, so that's his hot take. <laughs> nope. Prove me wrong, A.A. Ron. Prove me wrong. No, I've got no other hot takes. Whatever. Right, I, don't even, I don't even remember what my hot takes were. They were throughout the show. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any shout-outs that you've got? Anything at all? Anything we minor sh- that we don't need to talk about? Just like, I hey, think, general shout-out. I think we've done general sh- I think the general shout-out. We've been shouting them out all show. Hot, you know, Harding winning. Uh, goodness gracious, who else could I get? I don't know anybody else right now. Go Mules. Shout-out to, shout to my girlfriend's brother committing to central missouri that's a big deal that is a big deal i'm proud of him good for him man he deserves it uh but yeah i can't think of any other shout outs i guess the only other one other one is um you know still talking about hawaii just real brief as of now we'll find out tomorrow it should be set uh we've got a three-star quarterback uh micah from bishop gorman shout out to them for being the number for being the max peeps national champion high school team shout out to them uh he's still expected to uh commit with hawaii so shout out to that. Uh, his his high school teammate though, uh, uh, Devon Rice, he did flip from Hawaii to Kansas State. So that was that was unfortunate. But uh, Micah still's uh, set to uh, set to commit to Hawaii. Uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous. He did uh, he did put up one post of him visiting UNLV, which that you know Bishop Gorman's in Vegas. I, I mean it makes sense to visit the nearby school. But he's also posted like you know see you on the twentieth go Bows. Yeah. And, and that was like that was I mean, a couple weeks at, ago. You look at UNLV though. You know, last year they were kind of in the same situation. Yeah. Wisen losing, yeah. then they get a new coach, and all of a sudden they're you know they're they're success. Yeah, and then um, great success this year. You know, uh, Timmy Timmy Chang, head coach of Hawaii, he just visited Mayaka here recently. So I mean, I think we're still good. Uh, I think we're still good. Oh, but definitely a big shout out to the head coach of San Jose State. I know San Jose State and Hawaii are like one of their rivals. You know, it's a rivalry game and all, but. Head coach of San Jose State, you know, he is playing in the Hawaii Bowl, uh, the Postmates Hawaii Bowl, I think is what it is, or Easy Post or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is actually first cousin of Colt Brennan. And uh, in his, uh, you know, in his opening, like, press stuff he was doing, he was wearing a Colt jersey. So, hey, maybe rivals, but, hey, man, still showing respect to the, the late, out. great Colt Brennan. Rest got, in peace. Got to, got yeah. to. Loved seeing him in that jersey. Rest in peace, man. Uh, all right, I think we can get to predictions. What do you think? Let's do it. Uh, so first, before we get into predictions, uh, college is officially done in our run your pool because they don't have bowl games and stuff. So shout out to Tyler. Are we going to do bowl games? Uh, yeah, I got bowl games. Right, I got bowl me, games. Let me get that popped up. Uh, shout out to Tyler for winning the college football picks for the year. Hey, finally didn't choke. Yep. So he will be getting a prize. Just like I still got four more prizes to give out from last year. <laughs> Shout out to that. Oh, look, I have not forgotten. So Tyler's owed two prizes. You're owed a prize. Brady's owed a prize. Jacob's owed a prize. I'm aware of all the prizes. All right. I promise they're coming. I have a lot of financial things on my plate right now. I'm sorry. Give me a little bit more time. They are coming. I have not forgotten. But shout out to Tyler for winning that. Uh, So let's do bowl games first. Uh, Let me turn this down. Hit some music to go with it. So I'm only going to be doing bowl games that are within the range of this week to next week. Again, I don't know if we'll do an episode next week. You know, it'll be on the 26th, so the day after Christmas. I'm on vacation. I'm available, but we might just take off for the holidays. I don't know. We'll see what uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how your schedule goes. Okay. If you're completely free and you're good, we may go ahead and do it. 
But if anything, if even the slightest inconvenience happens, we'll take off. <laughs> Sound, sounds good, but I, th- I think, let's see, yeah, I don't have, if I do any tournament games next week, it'll be like at the end of the week. So I, I'm pretty sure it'll be about, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, just let me know. All right, so going on tonight, uh, no, going on Thursday, sorry. Going on tonight is Marshall and UTSA. I already picked Marshall on that one. I, um, I'm still going with UTSA. Uh, but going down Thursday, we got the Boca Rotten Bowl with the Syracuse Orange and the USF Bulls. Basically kind of a home puppy. They're from Tampa. This one's based in Miami. Give me the home puppy of the Bulls. Uh, yes, I'm actually switching. I actually switched my pick to the Bulls as well. Hey, there we go. Uh, next up, we have the Gasparilla Bowl. We got the UCF Knights and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Give me the Knights, baby. Let's go. I'm taking Georgia Tech. Next, we have the Camilla Bowl. We have the NIU Huskies and the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Give me the Red Wolves, baby. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm also going to take the Red Wolves. NIU has struggled tremendously. Yep. Uh, next up, the Brigham, the uh, Birmingham Bowl, the 76th Bur- Birmingham Bowl. We have the Duke Blue Devils and the Troy Trojans. Give me the Trojans, baby. Yeah, give me, yeah, give me the Trojans. Well, next up, we have the Armed Forces Bowl. We have Air Force and James Madison. Give me the Dukes. Yep, Dukes win this one. Next up, we have the Idaho Potato Bowl with Utah State. (laughs) Don't be like that. Someone's going to take home a trophy. And Georgia State Panthers. It's a potato. Shout out to potatoes, man. They're delicious. They are delicious. Uh, Give me Utah State and Blake Anderson. I think I'm going to McAllister to get me a potato after this. Who'd you take? Blake Anderson and Utah State. Yeah, I also took Utah State. Uh, next up, the 68 Adventures Bowl. We have Eastern Michigan Eagles and South Alabama Jags. Just to say, fuck you, Jacob. Give me the Eagles because I said that the Eagles would be okay. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 you know, I'm also going to pick the Eagles because every time I pick South Alabama, they've lost. I hate you, South Alabama. I picked you to win the conference and you let me down. All right, next up we have Northwestern and Utah for the Las Vegas Bowl. North On ESPN Bowl Mania, Northwestern, has 9% of the picks. <laughs> 91 <laughs> picking Utah. Are we going to pick Northwestern with their unbelievable year? Or are you just going to roll in with the Utes? I like the Utes, but at the same time, I've counted Northwestern out all year. Yeah, me too. Ever since the whole Give stint, me the Wildcats, baby! You know what? Just because recently Give me the in my college football revamped dynasty, I was the Wildcats head coach. <laughs> Give me the Wildcats, baby. Let's go. We, we, we won three natties, dude. Let's go. <laughs> I wasn't part Their of the basketball team's one. not bad either. Uh, next up, the Hawaii Bowl. We got Coastal Carolina and San Jose State. You know what? Give me San Jose State. We have Chavon Kadario, former Hawaii quarterback, coming back to Hawaii. We have the first cousin of Colt Brennan. The writing is on the wall, people. Give me the Spartans. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Spartans as well. I, I just think Coastal Carolina, they don't win big games. All right, we'll pick, I'd say, three more because these three take place on Tuesday. After that, we have a Wednesday game. We'll follow up on that one next so- week. Sounds good. We have the Quick Lane Bowl with the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Bowling Green Falcons. Give me Minnesota with yeah, their losing record. I'm taking Bowling Green. Minnesota should not be in a bowl game. I do agree to that. I'll never forget Bowling Green from whenever Tyler was still on the show. It was one of my favorite clips ever where it was, uh, I think, Utah and <laughs> Florida were playing, and he called it the Urban Meyer Bowl or whatever. Cause, <laughs> yeah, fair, right? Fair. And, and I, I shouted out Bowling Green. I was like, well, what about Bowling Green? And Tyler just pauses. Like you hear the pause in the clip, and Tyler's like, "Do you see Bowling Green winning anything?" 
You know, just for that, I'm flipping to the Falcons. Give me Bowling Green. <laughs> All right, next up, we got the first responder bowl with the Rice Owls, which I don't know if JT Daniels is playing because there was the whole you know thing came out. He has to retire from football due to yeah. medical injuries. So I don't know if he's playing in this with the percentage of picked I see here uh, versus Texas State. I have a feeling no. Uh, but if, if JT Daniels is going to play, give me Rice. He's going to go out with a dub to finish yeah. his football career. But if not, give me Texas State. I, I still think Texas State has a little bit more talent overall than what Rice does. And Texas State, I mean, they started off really, really hot. Yeah. Uh, they, really, they really did. And, you know, shout out to Rice. I think Rice only had like two wins last year. Yeah. Now shout out to Rice. Six. Now they're 6-6. Yeah. Six six. Hey. Improvement. More, more wins in Arkansas. Shout out. Yep. Uh, next up, we have the Guaranteed Rate Bowl with the UNLV Rebels and the Kansas Jayhawks. You know what? Give me the Jayhawks on yeah, this Yeah, I want to pick UNLV to win this game. I just think the Jayhawks have way too much talent. Uh, all right, so that's all we'll pick for bowls this week. We'll follow up on more next week. Uh, let's hop over to NFL and knock those puppies out. Let's do it. Um, sounds good to make me. Make your picks. Thursday night football, another shitter. We got <laughs> New Orleans and the Rams. They got to get these games together, man. Al Michaels deserves to call a good game. Yeah. They, they got to yeah. get this together. Give me the Rams. Yes. Yeah, I'm not comparing this to my Friday Night Football, but there's a lot of these where some of my Friday Night Football games were not very good games this year. We got to get this straight. Give me the Rams. All right. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh for the Saturday game. Give me Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has fallen, though, man. Well, hang on. Now listen. Golly. Listen. 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 Kenny Pickett's hurt. All right. I know Kenny Pickett showed a lot of inconsistency, but let me point this out to you. The first game after they fired Matt Canada, where everyone was calling for Canada's head, Kenny Pickett threw for a career high in yards, which I think was over either 300 or 400. Yeah. Kenny Pickett's just hurt. If he plays, I think this team's going to be good. But that's if he plays. Yeah. If it's Trubisky, ooh, buddy. I don't know. Cincinnati has yet to win a division game. Give me Pittsburgh. Yeah, give me Pitt. All right, Buffalo and the Chargers. Give me Buffalo. Uh, yeah. Even though... Upset alert. Ah, it is. When a coach gets fired. Upset alert. Upset alert. Upset alert. You're right. Mm. Give me the Chargers. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the Chargers. (laughs) Let's see how it goes. Give me the Chargers. Uh, All right. Seattle and Tennessee. Give me Seattle. Yeah. Give me Seattle. Indy and Atlanta. Give me Indy. (laughs) But remember what happened when Carolina won their first game against the Texans. What happened? Texas ended up winning the next week. I know. Give me Andy. Uh, Cleveland and Houston. Uh, is CJ Stroud coming? Is CJ? Is he cleared? I think he's cleared. I think he's. I think Ooh. he's cleared. All right. Give me Houston, but I have the right to change my pick to Cleveland if CJ Stroud does not play. I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, Green Bay and Carolina. Green Bay. <laughs> Green Bay. Yeah, but say even though even though Carolina could Carolina make it back to back wins? No, because no. the best football player in America is playing, and that is Tucker Craft. He's going to catch three <laughs> touchdowns. All right, Washington and the Jets. This is about all the crap shoots. <laughs> Give me. <laughs> this should be the Thursday night game. Oh, relax. Let Al Michael call a decent game. This would be a decent game. Oh, come on. Uh, give me Washington. I, I'll also take Washington. Well, hold on. Mm, Washington. Sam Howell? I know, but, dude, that Jets defense is so damn good. 
<laughs> they haven't been that great here lately. <laughs> just last week, man. But okay, I'll take the Jets. You, you talked me into it. I'll take the give Jets. Give me the Jets, dude. I, I think they'll figure it out. They'll bounce back. Uh, Detroit and Minnesota. Give me Detroit. Yeah, Minnesota. I mean, I thought they had it figured out, and then they just don't look like they figured it out. Yeah. Jacksonville and Tampa. This is a tough one, man. This one's a very tough one. If because Tre- Trevor Lawrence has got to play for them for Jacksonville to have a yeah. chance. Um, give me Jacksonville wins on the road though. Give me the Jags. Give me the Jags. That's the only thing they win on the road. Arizona and Chicago. <laughs> man, Thursday night football. <sighs> give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. Give me. I'm taking Arizona. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm taking Arizona. In this They're case, a hot team right now. In this case, give me Miami, you dick. Dallas and Miami. <laughs> I'm taking Miami. Oh, what are you okay. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. A wonderful Thursday night game. No, no, it's not. This no. ain't no Thursday. This is Sunday night. Wait, wait. <laughs> this is no, 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 no there's on. no way this is Sunday night no, game. No, no. Baltimore and, and San Fran's Sunday night. Why is it listed as a Monday night game? Let's see on here. Run your Hang poll. on. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually no, looking No, I'm right telling now. you, that's that's the Sunday night game, is is um it's Baltimore and San Fran. Why is it listed differently? Run no, your poll made a no, mistake. No, they did not make a mistake. Wait, what? That's I see a Christmas that's a Christmas Day game. That's right, Christmas. This is this is Sunday night football, but it's on the NFL network. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout so, out to NFL Network. So Sunday night, no one's gonna watch this game. Sunday night football, New England <laughs> and Denver. Give me Denver, Jesus yeah, t- Christ. <laughs> well, yeah. at least there's like at least one really good Christmas game. Well, uh, man, that's the thing though. Have have they done Christmas games in the past? Because I know the NBA does. I think that, so. that, the, the Christmas Christmas games is basically my version of the NBA starting their season. I agree. Uh, I I want to say they have, but I think if it just lines up, it just li- yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, all right, so Vegas and KC, give me KC. Are you gonna do it? You gonna do it? Vegas did beat them once. You gonna do it? I can't. Okay. I can't. Okay. I I, I don't think you're. I don't think anybody beats Kansas City twice in a year. Okay. All right, Giants and Philly. Give me Philly. Give me the Giants. Wow. Okay. No, nah, I'm kidding. Give me Philly. Oh, okay. Uh, this is the toughest one, man. Baltimore and San Fran. Who do you got? This is tough. Get- a road a road team has to win a Monday night. Like, <laughs> has to happen. It'd be Vegas if it'd be any of them. <sighs> Give me San Fran. I'm locking in San Fran. I'll lock in San Fran, but I'm telling you, someone's got to win on someone's got to win on the road. Yeah. That's a lot of road wins that I've picked this week, though. One, two, three, four, five, I six. I have seven road wins this week. I think I had a lot of home games personally. So, <laughs> unreal. Shout out to the NFL Network. <laughs> I cannot believe that's a thing, man. Oh, I remember when the NFL Network used to host the big games. That way, people would have to get the NFL Network. Now people can run away from it. Yeah, I know, right? Shout out to that. I, I remember those days. And now we just have, you know, uh, NFL Sunday tick on YouTube TV, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yep. Yeah, it's great. I, I You know, the I have like, so I've got Sunday ticket for your YouTube TV. The only complaint that I have, and it's such a, uh, it, I don't feel like it'd be a major minor one, but like I know for a fact that you can do it because you have the feature for YouTube with you, if you have YouTube Premium, uh-huh. let me lock my fucking phone and whatever I'm listening to still play. 
Yeah. That's my only complaint with YouTube TV because I have YouTube premium. So I'm so used to like turning on the Pat McAfee show or a video or something that I don't need to watch, you know, and just lock my phone, put my buds in and go about my business. Like when I'm out, like, um, you know, doing gig work on Sundays, like I listen to NFL games, but like, I would like to be able to turn my damn phone off and just listen to the game. Like that's my only complaint right now with Sunday ticket on YouTube TV. Hopefully they figure uh, it out. Right here, Texas quarterback Straub likely out Sunday. Give me the other team then. Yep. So was it Cincy. I uh, know. I think it was Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh then yeah, definitely give it. To let me let me go back yeah, to the let, pick let, me, let me pull that back up because I'm gonna probably change that. I'm gonna flip that one. Yeah, that one I am definitely going to flip. Uh, let's see. Edit yep. Picks. It, 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 it was Cleveland. Oh yeah, give me the Browns then. Give me the brownies. It was, it was, it was Cleveland. So yeah, yeah. swapping it. Browns, give it to me. Lock it in. That's it. That would be big if they lose and Jacksonville wins. That's for sure. No doubt. All right. Well, I think that's everything for the show. Ricky, you got anything else? No. Hey, everybody that's listening, thank y'all for listening, and I wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's big facts. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hopefully you get something incredible for Christmas. Hopefully you gifted something incredible for Christmas. And uh, hopefully we have a great weekend of uh, some college football bowl games. Great weekend of NFL. Hopefully. We'll see. Got some crappers on there, but I think it'll be fun. Uh, Fantasy playoffs are in. I'm out. Shout out to Ricky. You're in. Weren't we in the top four at one point? We were. Me, you, Shane, and Jacob all in the top four at one I, point? I, what happened? I, I got edged out at fifth, man. Ah, My team fell apart with injuries. Yeah. I'm and look, up front, I got so screwed on that trade. <laughs> like, that trade on paper was fine. Yeah. But literally, the first game with Mark Andrews gets hurt out for the year. And then Jonathan Taylor has been out ever since. Uh, Stevenson for the Patriots has been out ever since. I got straight screwed. I got straight fleeced on that trade. I think I played because Jacob in the playoffs. So our playoffs is Ricky, Jacob, Shane, and then our guy Steve. That is the, our fantasy playoffs. Let's so see. A terrible fantasy league. Yes, I played Jacob this weekend, and then Steve and uh, Steve and Shane played this week. I didn't think Shane was going to lose a game. Yeah. <laughs> he's, hey, he he's, won, the, he won the, the title last year. I got the trophy up there. Uh, we'll but see he if was, it's going to be back-to-back. I think back. he was a third place last year. When he won that, yeah. I think he was in third place. I'm I in would, third place this year. Yeah. All right. Big signs. Big signs. <laughs> big signs. Let's go. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if we'll be back next week. Uh, honestly, just uh, keep a lookout either at the Twitter at Terrible FB Show, my Twitter at AlexLight23, or keep a lookout for the YouTube channel if I put post up uh, a thumbnail sometime Monday night. Uh, maybe put it on the community tab. We'll be live God, or I not. Need a I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, but until next time, guys, Merry Christmas. Merry Have a Christmas, day. everybody. Have a good one. Bye.